ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Capital One. He is Jalen Rose. I'm David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What is it that we do? What up, dog? We get a people! They want Jalen Rose. What up, though? Last night, downtown Los Angeles, the New Orleans Pelicans visited the Los Angeles Lakers. And this was not about the Pelicans getting the win. This was about the <laughs> Lakers getting absolutely waxed. Jalen, I no longer think that this team has a puncher's chance at winning a playoff series. I no longer think this team is going to be a memorable Lakers season. This team is going to the play-in game, and they're going to be soon forgotten. So I'm pretty sure this leading the show because C.J. McCollum has been balling no, with the Pelicans, no, right? No, 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 no. I'm pretty sure we're leading this Mm-mm. game we're with the show Herb because Jones of Brandon Ingram no, no. and his passing ability. How none about Willie Green, how he's coaching his team? Is playing well. Okay. None of that. Okay. Let me just address the elephant in the room. When we start having this GOAT conversation, I want y'all to remember these years that LeBron played for the Lakers. Okay. That's going to be a part of his legacy. And so when we start talking about four championships in 20, 21, 22 years, talk to me then when we start having a GOAT conversation. He's been outstanding numbers-wise. He's been great. Numbers-wise. Like, last night is a perfect example. Like, I'd be watching the game. LeBron had over 30 last night, right? And if you just box score watch, you're like, LeBron's terrific. What's wrong with everybody else? LeBron was a major part of the problem last night, too. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you why. One word. Turnovers. And he threw one so bad on the baseline that the fans in Los Angeles who've seen some of the greatest basketball players— of all time, booed LeBron and the Lakers. Booed LeBron James and the Lakers. And I got more. Floor. I got more. I, you you want to talk about this? Let's really talk okay. about it. Okay. DeAndre Jordan plays for them. Did you see that pass he threw? <laughs> he tried to throw it outside <laughs> the arena. He tried to take down one of those banners. <laughs> so, so, so Anthony Davis is out. DeAndre Jordan is getting a chance to play minutes. And that's what he does? Now let's talk about Russ. Where's he from? He's from Los Angeles. Imagine being a hometown kid playing for the Lakers, and you're one of the main reasons why they're in the ninth seed. Probably the main reason, let's be honest. And when you go to the podium, you have to be a pro. You have to be mature. But I have to tell you, Jacoby, when you're in the arena and fans booing, oh, you hear it. And you know what else you do? You take it to the locker room. You take it to dinner. You take it home. You take it to practice and rinse and repeat. When Russ goes to the podium and denies that fact, that lets me know that they're really in trouble. 
So let's just quickly listen to what Jalen is referencing from the Lakers crowd yesterday. They're really booing. <laughs> That's not a couple they of people. Booing. They're really booing. <laughs> That's not a small faction of fans up up in the high seats. No, see, no, they're booing. So here's what's about to happen now. So LeBron was able to leave Cleveland after winning the championship, and that's his hometown, and they celebrated that. He was able to leave Miami after delivering two, and they were at least able to appreciate what he did. While the Lakers fans are going to be thankful that he won a championship, they're going to remember the 16 that they got before him. Mm. And this franchise and fan base expects them to contend, not have a worse record than the Clippers, and Kawhi Leonard not even playing. Well, you remember over All-Star break when LeBron James said that he was the door was open to go back to Cleveland. Can't he said that. that he was going to play wherever his son was going to play. Well, he had to walk that all back. And before this game, he said this is the franchise that he wants to be with. He will be in the purple and gold as long as he can. So let me teach you why he walked it back. Because the other 14 guys heard that too. And if you have one foot out the door, if you're on your main source and you looking at the front door, what you think everybody else going to do? And that was the residue of that last night. Playing at home. And here's the other thing that works against the Lakers. We don't know when AD's coming back. They're still going to be on national TV. And every time they play against another squad, the squad is going to get up to beat them in LeBron. Jay, they're going to have to win a play-in game to win another play-in game to get in the playoffs. Mm. That's where they're at right now. That's where we are with the Los Angeles Lakers with LeBron James and Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook. They have to win a play-in game to win a play-in game to play into the playoffs. And let's if we keep a score, one championship with the Lakers, one first-round exit for LeBron, and now a play-in situation for LeBron and the Lakers. And again... It's not only on him, but no. let me tell you the difference to, between being 39 and 22. If I ask you, who has a better roster, the Lakers or the Mavs, who would you say? Lakers. Okay. The reason why the Mavs have a better record is because their superstar is younger. That's This is a young man's game. And it shows up. AD hasn't been available. The, AD but, hasn't been available. No, but I'm talking about be on AD because – we're going to say LeBron's playing in the MVP level, right? Mm. So if that's the case in the NBA, that means we should kind of be in the thick of things. Be 500. Right? Be 500. Right? Is that too much? So if if somebody's playing like an MVP, don't you expect that team to be at least 500? Yes. Well, okay. In the Eastern Conference, there is a gentleman playing – like the MVP, and of course that is Joel Embiid, and he just so happens to have a brand new teammate, and after two games against, the, admittedly, the Timberwolves and the Knicks, who are pretty trash, they look pretty good, Jalen. Brand new funk. I like the way this looks. Get, get you remember down. James Harden when he scored funk. four funk. points in Sacramento, and he didn't seem really interested and engaged? Well, all of a sudden, he's interested and engaged, and he looks good. Well, I have to say this. To the fans of the Houston Rockets and the Brooklyn Nets, you deserve to have disdain for James Harden. That's fair. For people who love the game and appreciate players that's going to work hard and be disciplined, even though they're not, quote-unquote, happy or satisfied with their situation, you deserve to be disappointed in James Harden. 
to the OGs, the shoulders that we stand on in this league that now have guaranteed contracts and players are getting 30, 40, 50 million dollars to play. You should have disdain for James Harden. But fans of Philly, that's your Oh, we're guy. good. Oh, we're good. That, oh, we traded Seth Curry and Andre Drummond for James Harden. That's your man. <laughs> it looks good. That's your man. It looks good. Because you got one of the most talented bigs of all time that can dribble past and shoot and play with his back to the basket. And I've said this when he was in Houston. James Harden is the most unique offensive weapon that this league has seen. And then somebody will follow that up and say, why, Jalen? Because he's the only person at some point of his career that has led the league in total threes made, total free throws made, total assists, and points per game. There will not be another player to do that. Usually that's four different people. Mm -hmm. And so he has the game to do it. And so now you pair him with Embiid, the pick and roll, the pick and pop, the dribble handoff action, the lob over the top, and then Joel even getting out in transition. Yep. And so I like the East after this move to being a revolving door officially. I want to nobody celebrated the Bucks more than me. I remember people was calling Giannis Robin. I remember people saying Giannis should leave. I stood on the table say, resign, reinvest. You can win a championship with Middleton as the second best player, and it happened. The Miami Heat, they won the East. But now I think it's somebody else's turn. And I think Philadelphia's in pole position. And I think the Nets, when they get healthy, if I can see an all-star level Ben Simmons, that should be the so, Eastern so Conference There's so many final. question marks with these two teams, but we have now seen at least two games of James Harden. It looks good. And let's not forget friend of the show, Maxie. Because Maxie's looking good, too. Like, he is truly sort of like a third option. And, you know, Embiid and Harden aren't going to be out there all the time. Maxie has really developed into a, a not just a contributor, but someone you can rely on in a playoff series. So, a, a player like Maxie, right, he had a chance to be the starting point guard for Philly when Embiid, when uh, Simmons was out. And he proved that he can hold that down and be a productive player. Mm -hmm. Now you bring in James Harden, it's like, I don't have to get 10 assists. Well, I I don't have to run a team. I can do what Kyrie was doing with the Nets. I can get out in transition and be a scorer. And Maxie's been terrific. And he's going to be a game changer because James Harden is going to advance the ball. See, he had a triple-double. And so usually when you're grabbing defensive boards, you're advancing it to Maxie. The one thing they're going to have to unlock, they need a backup center badly. Yeah, they do. Like watching Tobias Harris and Paul Millsap play those – I felt bad for Tobias, to be honest. <laughs> well, they, they need, they yeah, need I, I, I felt bad. He down there getting he played. He was guarding Mitchell Robinson. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, well, I'm that's, that's one of the things they sacrificed Curry, and they had somebody to back him up. They also sacrificed Drummond, and they do not have a replacement for him. Absolutely, when Joel Embiid gets tired, when Joel yes, gets in foul trouble, yes, and all of that. Yes, indeed. Jalen, you what mentioned the Dallas Mavericks earlier, and they've been playing well, and they showed it coming back from 19 down to beat the Golden State Warriors. And, of course, it was all behind Luka Doncic. And Finney Smith, I'm happy he got a contract. Mm -hmm. Like, he's one of those underrated players that's a two-way guy that can make threes that when we talk about the Mavs, we'll only mention Luka. But they added Spencer Dinwiddie, yep. who made a couple of big shots late, is also a secondary ball handler to Luka, a big guard, a decision maker. But Luka's just outstanding. The 34 points, the 11 boards, but then the clutch performance. How and when he's able to attack. It's not just the numbers, it's when he's getting them. 
and I like the way he found a way to lead his team back from a big-time deficit. And that's against the world. You see, and by the way, why celebrate the Mavs? You see Steph Curry pregame warm-up? Of course I did. That was incredible. Of course I did. It's incredible. It looks like a robot. It looks in- like one incredible. Of those robots. Incredible. The high finger roll, back to the free throw line, back Tunnel to the top shot. of the key, back to the three, back to half court, rinse and repeat, back and forth. That muscle memory and that repetition is why he's a goat at shooting the basketball. Well, Luka is one of the young stars in the league. Another young star that has not just emerged as a star, but one of the best players in the league is John Morant. And John Morant went up against Word a Bulls team in Chicago. Word up. Scored 46 points and got a win on the road for the Grizzlies. The thing I love about Ja is something I also love about Kyrie. I love little big men. Guys that play below the free throw line. Like Derrick Rose in his prime was really good at this. Because it's tough to be a small guy and finish consistently at the hoop. Mm-hmm. Like, like when you see this, you're like, oh, okay, he just quick, right? But he got to navigate through traffic and jump off of the wrong leg in order yep. to get that in the hoop. And these are out in transition throwing lobs to him over the top. Here's the thing I want to say about Ja. Shout to Taylor Jenkins for developing their roster from within. Bain, as a second-year player, has become a knockdown shooter and a lockdown defender. Steven Adams is a terrific screener, giving them quality minutes. And if they get my guy, and shout to Jaron Jackson Jr., who plays right, blocks left, and he deserves Jaron Jackson Jr., two blocks per game, deserves to be in the defensive player of the year conversation. And last but certainly not least, if they get my they guy, get Brooks back, my irrational been doing confidence this all guy, season without one of their best players. And let me tell you what unlocked Ja. Valanciunas took up a lot of post ups and space in the paint. Dylan Brooks, you ready for this? He attempts more shots than Ja when he's playing. He's out. So now you see Ja getting all of this room <laughs> to roll, and he's balling. Points. Well, hopefully they will get him back. And Jalen, we have been waiting. For two years to see the Nets at full strength. And guess what? We're still waiting. (laughs) No idea when Ben Simmons is going to play. There are rumors about Kevin Durant coming back, but they got a big win over the weekend. We'll discuss that right after this. You are watching Jalen and Jacoby. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antscape presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Coming to you live above the Heineken River Deck here at Pier 17, New York City. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Anthony Rose. Kevin Durant is playing basketball 
and he will soon return to the Brooklyn Nets. Perhaps maybe even Ben Simmons will play professional basketball for the Brooklyn Nets as well. Kyrie Irving had a big weekend. They got a big win over the Bucks. Jalen, what does the return of Durant and the potential addition of Ben Simmons mean for the Nets? So being around this league for so very long, what I'm about to say about the Nets truly goes against everything that I've learned and actually believe. Really? And the reason why is because of number seven. Great tease. Right. And it's because of number seven. Usually a team that I haven't seen play together. I haven't seen Ben Simmons play with them. Mm -mm. I wouldn't be saying that they got a chance to win the conference. You see what I'm saying? Oh, they do. How about a team that's using a part-time player who's their second best player? I wouldn't say they should make the conference finals. Mm. But when the Nets get healthy... When you start talking about rosters in the league, and of course I'm going to forget somebody, but off the top of my head, the Suns, the Warriors, and the Nets have the best rosters top to bottom. And if they get healthy, I know you see Andre Drummond grabbing every rebound and playing defense and getting himself in shape. I know you see Seth Curry creating and proving his ball, handling the 50, 40, 90 guy. Him and Kyrie look good together. They still have Patty Mills, who's going to play less minutes now, is going to eventually be more effective. They may or may not get Joe Harris back. But either way, when they get Kevin Durant back, and even with a part-time Kyrie, I believe that the East is a revolving door. And I think it's a great opportunity for them to seize it along with the Sixers. This is going to be great theater. I'm glad you mentioned Kyrie because Kyrie put up 38 points in a win over the Bucks. 38 points. And there is some rumblings and rumors around the city that potentially he'll be available to play at home games. Well, here's the trick, and it's a head-scratching one, that the city can lift the mandate, but it doesn't apply to workers. Remember, I keep bringing this point up. They laid off 1,000 or 2,000 workers or two workers got disciplined for not being vaccinated. It would be a bad look if all of a sudden you lift the laws and now an athlete who can help you win a championship is eligible to play and he's not vaccinated, but you're requiring your New York State workers to be vaccinated. And so that contradiction, I think, is still, regardless of the mass lift, regardless of the vaccination lifted, I still think he's not going to be eligible to play home games. Well, there is a lot of hypocrisy. There, you know what I mean? There is a, there's a lot of inconsistency when it comes to these policies, but we don't make those decisions. Correct. But we are affected by them, and yes. Kyrie Irving is affected by them. Yes, and if they make that decision, that's going to change the way I look at them because Kyrie, he doesn't play that much. He's fresh. <laughs> he scored 27 points in his last four games. You say he don't play that much. He, he doesn't. He plays like once every four or five days. That's true. I never you, thought you about know, it that way. Like he really doesn't play that much. And if they add Ben Simmons, because Ben Simmons is exactly what they need. They need more shooting and defense. They got Curry. They got Sides and Drummond. And they got Ben Simmons. Jalen, you remember when uh, the Buffalo Bills had 13 seconds left? And then Mahomes brought him into overtime. I feel bad for my Griselda brothers. And then we talked a lot about the potential overtime rules being changed. I feel like everyone should have a chance to touch the ball. Agreed. Everyone should have a chance to touch the ball. Well, they're talking about potentially doing that. Do you support this rule change? I do. When somebody's throwing up the peace sign like that, before they're in the taunting. end zone. That's taunting. Yeah, you, call it. Be you, consistent. You, you such a Bills homer now. <laughs> That's so funny. You have to find a way to get Josh. It, it's just better for the integrity of the game. It's a better product. Yeah, it's just better for the integrity of the game. Who didn't want to see Josh Allen back out on the field after they just scored? Everybody did. 
So it's just a better decision. This is something that the NBA does that the NFL is hopefully catching up to. See a problem, identify the problem, make change. Okay, the bottom half of teams are talking about tank. You don't hear a lot about load management and tanking no more in the league, do you? Not as much. You don't hear that? Not as much. It's not rewarded the same way. Correct. Exactly. So I like this for the NFL, and hopefully it happens next season. I like for this this for the NFL. You know what else I like? What's that? Ricky Rose. Rose! If you didn't see him over the weekend do a little landscaping on his many properties, you're going to see it right after this. Look at Rose with the chainsaw. Have you ever used a chainsaw before, Jalen Anthony Rose? Actually, yes, sir. I've never used a chainsaw. Doubleheader you don't want to miss Wednesday night on ESPN, starting with Bing Bong and Knicks traveling to Philadelphia to take on Joel B, James Harden, the Sixers, and then it is the Trailblazers against the Phoenix Suns at 10 p.m. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen, I knew today we were going to talk about James Harden on the 76ers, Durant possibly coming back. What does that mean? And then Kyler Murray just came over the top rope with a little news story of his own. His agent put out a statement, a long statement, a long statement, but at the end of it, it basically says this is, pay me. Pay me. So, shout to Neil Lomax and shout to uh, Kurt Warner, who helped the Cardinals get to the Super Bowl recently. This is from a Lions fan, and I'm watching this happen with Pelicans and Zion, and I'm going to say this about the Cardinals and Kyler Murray. Don't mess this up. If you're the Pelicans... I don't care how many games Zions has played. You give him a max deal. See Philadelphia and Joel Embiid. You hope it becomes that. If you're the Cardinals, you pay Kyler Murray as much money as you can as early as possible. Anytime you're playing this contractual game and now it becomes public, if they end up losing him, what do you think will happen with D-Hop? You think he'll be happy? No. Okay. Take care of Kyler Murray, who, by the way, is one of the best quarterbacks and talents in the entire NFL. Like he doesn't always look like one of the best quarterbacks and talents in the NFL. Okay. I mean, he's definitely like a second, third tier level quarterback. So maybe the Cardinals are saying, why am I paying him like a tier one quarterback when I haven't seen it yet? So, um, how many playoff games do you want? I mean, have Dak Prescott won? Zero o'clock. Okay. So, like, we can't only judge a franchise by the quarterback wins in the playoffs. Because, by the way, without the Cardinals, without Kyler Murray, the Cardinals don't get closer to their goals. They, they shouldn't mess this up. Well, something tells me this won't be the last Take care of my guy from this relationship. Jalen. What up, though? Ricky Rose. Rose! He's got a big house. He's got lots of yard. He's Rich got lots forever. of land. Well, guess what he does? Someone tried to charge him $10,000 to cut down some trees. What did he do? Got a, hustling, got a, got, hustling. Got the chainsaw. Every day. So I'm you're hustling. telling me you have used the chainsaw before? Absolutely. I'm a little lawn service. Cut the front, cut the back, shovel the snow, trim the bushes and the hedges. This is what we do. I shot the rose. I need to get out to the crib. <laughs> you need to get. You want to cut down some trees? <laughs> Don't let it fall on you. We'll be back tomorrow. ESPN two, four p.m. <laughs> ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. 
And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Allstate. Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. How'd it come? FX's Shogun, now streaming on Hulu. We always say we give the people what they want. Part of that is doing podcast exclusive content for our podcast listeners. Jalen, Gary up, Payton, the glove. OG. He said Shaquille O'Neal would fill a bucket with urine and pour it on rookies. That's not a good look. That can't be true. That's that cannot be true, right? Well, you don't respect me if you pour urine on me. That's the thing. Is that this rookie hazing on, I'll carry your bags or whatever, but we're fighting. If you pour urine on me, we're fighting. Fighting. This is going to be one of those things that when we look back at hindsight, we're not going to take into account how the climate was different because there was a time where certain things got said in songs. There were certain things that were said out loud. There were certain team names that got changed. But this ain't going to age well for Shaq. <laughs> no. Because there's never been a period of time where pouring pee on people was all right. <laughs> Ask R. Kelly. <laughs> That's never been okay. That has never been okay. Never okay. That's never okay. And I can I understand if I'm a rookie in the NBA and the superstars on my team, there's certain things me. I have to do. No, you bully But if me. you're pouring urine on me, I don't care me. how big you are. You I don't me. care how big you are. No, I'm going to tell you something. You pour some urine on me, I'm going to be Gilbert Arenas at the game. Okay, we ain't playing that. You know what I'm saying? For real, for real. Like, that just rude. Jalen? What up, though? I know you saw Floyd Mayweather. I believe it was at the Miami Heat game. Of course. He had at least, like, I don't know, nine feet of chains on. And I, I, someone tells me you and I are going to differ on this one. Too much. It's too, too much. Let too me, much. Let Come me, on, Floyd. Let, too right, much. Let me ask you a question. Go ahead. When I name the person, I want you to tell me, are they doing too much? Mr. T. Yes. Slick Rick. No. Ghostface. No. What's the difference? I'd say Slick Rick and Mr. T have established that as their unique brand. So that's kind of what they're known for. But then when, but, but it's, I just looked at it. I, it's, I just looked. It just looked like that's so much Floyd, money. What is Floyd? It looked nickname? uncomfortable. What is his nickname? Money. That's what he's known for. If y'all gonna do it, I'm gonna do it extra. He went extra, extra. That, that, it's too much. It's not. I, I can't lie. So I, I would not lie into this microphone. For Jalen, there isn't a such thing as too many chains. <laughs> just make sure we're on the same page. I will never not feel like this. <laughs> There's not a you know thing. What I always think about too many chains. Whenever I see like like two chains with remember he came here, he had like seven bracelets on. <laughs> and I always think about how hard it is to clasp those things. Like that's got to be twenty minutes of your day. Like oh, I'm running late. It's like why are you an hour late? It's because I got to cla- put the clasp on all these bracelets. Now I know Floyd Neck is crazy strong. You yeah, know what right. I'm Imagine putting the clasp on each one of those things. That hey, would take man, me fifteen let minutes. Let me tell you a secret, dog. Look at this. Look at this. Let me tell you a secret. When you got 
that many chains, you're not clasping them, Jacoby. You're pulling them over your head. I guess. I'm, he, he ain't never unclasped them. Have things. you ever seen me wear a chain? Most white dudes never wear a gold chain. Have you ever seen me wear a necklace? Most have white you ever dudes seen me never wear a wear watch. Necklace. Have you ever seen me wear a watch? No. Have you ever seen me wear a bracelet? No. Have you ever seen me wear a baseball cap? You're an American white guy. That's American not, white guys wear watches? They don't wear necklaces, though. Gold chains. Yeah, like, they'll be like a cross, like an Italian dude to wear. I can't cross. lie. I can't lie. There are some white American guys who are mad at Joe Burrow for walking around with gold chains on. You know this. Yeah, but they're not listening to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> While we're inviting him to barbecues. They might catch us in ESPN from time to time, but they're not listening to the pot exclusive. While Joe Burrow will never have to buy barbecue again, there are some people that look like you. When they see him with that chain on and those buffs on, they like, seriously? They like, for real? Couple there, things we need to address. There isn't a such thing as too many chains. As a matter of fact, I'm about to text Floyd right now. We're, Oh, my phone up there. Text. I'm going to get Floyd to come on the, on, the, on the show. Have him come on the we show. We need to talk about this. Have him come on the show. Too many chains. I'll tell him right to his face. No, but to his face, I mean over to the Zoom. I can't wait he, to you. After he hangs up. <laughs> <laughs> if that's, what, that's what I mean, right to his face. <laughs> Behind his back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so every week, we try to celebrate Caitlin Clark. Every week, we try to celebrate Caitlin Clark, and it always comes down to time in the show, and we don't have time, so we floated it. And did you see what she did to the Wolverines? Did you was see it what 38, she did? 36? 38 points. Yeah. 38 points. She can shoot from anywhere. She's a, she's, she, no one, I haven't, I haven't been this excited about a college female basketball player since Sabrina Yonescu. Well, I, I was, I was this excited about uh, Paige Buckets. Mm-hmm. Um, she ended up getting injured. It's glad that she's back for UConn. But I agree with you. Like, the things Caitlyn doing is incredible. And look where she's pulling up from. that That's what I want to talk about. It's gross. This is Steph Curry-type no, range. I think I can reach the, the, the hoop from there. Like, I'd have to punt it. That's the whole <laughs> – exactly. <laughs> it, it ain't that she scored. It's where she's shooting and from. And she walks right into him. It's crazy. And the defense is like, wait, wait. I, didn't, I don't know we're doing this. Hey, she got game. She has real game. Shout out to Caitlyn Clark. She's going to be a star in the WNBA. I'm excited for her to grow, get drafted. Speaking of the WNBA, can I say something? Mm-hmm. Shout out to Asia Wilson. Shout out to Skylar Diggins. You know, friend of the show. Rock Nation family. What up, though? What's the max you can get for playing basketball in the WNBA? It's disrespectful. Liz Cambage was talking about it last week. I think it's something like $87,000, something $275,000. I'll look it up right now. So let me get this right. The WNBA is a subsidiary in a lot of ways of the NBA. And the best players in the NBA, and of course that sport has a 60-year track record or so, the best players in that league can get $40, $45 million a year. And you're telling me the best players in the WNBA don't even make $300,000? $228,094 to Diana Taurasi. That, 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 Stewart. And, 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 and let me just teach everybody something. There are going to be people that say, well, their sport doesn't generate enough money for them to pay them that. You build it, they'll come. I've been saying this for years. I felt like they got treated like second-class citizens. I felt like um, the way their travel accommodations are, mm-hmm. um, it, 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 it resembles indentured servitude in a lot of ways, the, the connecting flights, the playing back-to-backs, and just like not truly treating them like 
professionals that you value. And so when a coach gets paid a million dollars and your best player can only get $250,000, that's upside down. Because if there's enough money to pay the coach a million, then there's enough money to pay a player a million. You know what the cap hit? The cap the salary cap is like around right around a million dollars per team. I can't front, fam. That like like this this is one of those things where it's going to change at some point. Like we used to we stopped calling Washington by their mascot like seven or eight years ago. Mm-hmm. And what did we say the entire time? Y'all gonna catch up. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Same with uh Name, image, and likeness for the NCAA. I have people hated my guts for 30 years. There are people that work in the media now that I work with that used to vilify me for this topic, that have now come around to this topic. Same thing is going to happen with the WNBA. It's a travesty that a coach can make a million dollars, but your best player doesn't make 300000 Because let me give you a dynamic why. It'll make 230000 If it don't work in Philly for the Sixers, who going to be the first one to go? Why? Because you can fire the coach a lot easier than you can do a player. Because he's making X amount of million dollars, mm-hmm. and your best player is making 30, 40, 40. million yeah. dollars. <laughs> yeah, what do you That's think? why. Look at John Wall. Look at John Wall. <laughs> John Wall doesn't play basketball right now. He's not playing basketball. Still getting paid. Can't move him. We got to get Liz on the show to talk about this. We should. Shout to Liz. Jalen Markel Fultz. Turning to the NBA. Now, one thing that I always say about stories like this, do you remember the Magic gave him an extension? And they see him play basketball a lot more than I do. So he was trending. You remember when he was playing, he was trending in a really good way. It looked like he was kind of finally out of Philly, out of that funk, and going to turn into a real player. But unfortunately, he got hurt. I want to see him succeed when he comes back. I do too. And he was never going to make it in Philly because he could never be Jason Tatum and he could never be a part of a process because that process ended up not going anywhere with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. And I told everybody they occupied the same space on the floor if they were going to be at their apex and therefore Ben Simmons gets moved to the Nets. Now you bring in James Harden, Philadelphia 76ers, who, by the way, I want to remind people of something. Philadelphia last year with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid were the number one seed in the East. Should have beat the Hawks. The whole different, everything changes if they beat the Hawks. They were the number one seed last year. Right now, they're like the third or fourth seed. So j- just think about that for a second. The other thing is adding James Harden to go with Joel Embiid, it accelerates your championship window to right now. And I believe the East is a revolving door, which it has been since LeBron left. And if the Nets get healthy, and the Sixers keep trending, that's the Eastern Conference Final I would like to see. Of course. For a million reasons. <laughs> ben Simmons on a road in Philly in a playoff environment. I would like to see that. I would love to see that. I would love like to, to see, see it. More than, more than any other potential matchup no in the doubt. Eastern Conference or the Western Conference. No question. Just that, that amount of star power. See, I used to think that Nets-Lakers would be the perfect finals. But sometimes the Lakers ain't going to be in the finals this year. No. How about this? When Kawhi and PG joins the Clippers, and when AD and LeBron join the Lakers, we just knew they play each other in the playoffs. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, it yeah. It ain't even happened. Oh, yeah. It ain't even happened. Just think about this. Nope. They have not even played each other in the playoffs. And we were like, the Battle of L.A. Is it going to be a Clipper town? Is it going to be a Laker town? The Clippers got a better record than the Lakers without Kawhi. No, they're doing it. And the Lakers got 17 championships. Reggie Jackson and and Zubac. Can I just say one other thing that really I have to say out loud? Shout to Terrence, to Tyrese Maxey. Shout to him. Because this move of adding James Harden is about to unlock him as a bucket. It reminds me of an accelerated version of what I saw with Steve Nash and, like, Leandro Barbosa. Like, Nash was the pace guy, and Barbosa was the speed guy. Mm-hmm. And once Barbosa got the ball in transition and on back cuts and things of that nature, he didn't have to, like, be a creator or a 10 assist guy. That's how I see Maxi. I think Maxi's a better scorer and a better player than Barbosa, but I see him playing that type of role off the ball, and he about to be putting up numbers. He doesn't have to, doesn't have to call the plays. He doesn't have to yeah. take over the coach. He doesn't have to get people Correct. where they need to be. He doesn't Correct. have to worry about any of that. It's just, it's just when I give you the ball, shoot it or Correct. drive it. Correct. Simple as that. I love Maxi. I love Maxi so much. Jalen. I'm done with the Knicks. <laughs> so when did you decide this? Last night? I was watching the game yesterday. <laughs> yesterday was your final call? I said, you know what? Let me let me just take the Knicks plus nine and a half. No, you did. I did. You put your money I into did. this? I did. And it looked pretty good at the end of the game. I don't know if you remember. They got it down to like four with like two and a half left. They ended up losing by 14. And then I said to myself, this is stupid. I should give that to Jalen Rose Leadership Academy. <laughs> Well, let me tell you what's even dumb. When we in Buffalo and we look up at the score of the Lions game and they down 21 zip and the game just started. <laughs> Seriously, is, that, is it in England? Is it, did this game start at 10 in the morning? Is it, is it, is it they playing in London right now? They're Wembley or something? We, we were like, you know what? Of all teams, we go bet on the Lions. <laughs> we at the game. We at Conway the Machine Suite. We living good. Armani Caesar, we taking pictures, buying jerseys. We look up at the TV. It's like five minutes into the game. They already down 21-0. And me and Jacoby look at each other like, come on, Lions. What are we doing? And then everybody else is like, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Stop the press. Y'all bet on the Lions? (laughs) Sometimes you You bet on the Knicks? I don't know, dog. I don't even, I'm embarrassed to even say it. I didn't even want to tell the story. Oh, I got a story to tell. There's something that went viral this weekend that involved me that I need to involve you, sir, that you had a front row seat to. Uh-oh. I looked down at my phone and I was trending Uh-oh. based on something I said on NBA Countdown. What you say? I said, if I'm at the blackjack table and I see a six with the dealer, I'm splitting my kings. Dumbest, it's, don't, it's, it's, you, uh, I remember I said a couple things in the history of this show where you have to show be like, you really got to stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and you could do it at the blackjack table, but you can't be saying it in microphones. You shouldn't be proud about this. I am proud about it because let me tell you why oh I God. do that. I'm trying to maximize my betting potential. That's what I'm at the table to do. And for people to say you mess up the cards, okay, so what happens when a deal starts and somebody comes sit at the table? That changes the cards. 
The, the whole changes to cards. Like, I don't know what the next card Correct. is. Correct. It could be anything. And I'm looking at the back of it. I don't know what it is. And I got something for you, serial degenerates like myself. Serious degenerates. You said this on Countdown that you split kings. Of course. I've seen Jalen do this many times. <laughs> <laughs> I see the calculation. The second you get two face cards are the same or two tens, I see you doing the calculation, looking around at all the other cards saying, how can I get more? How can I get more? Correct. Whereas a normal person like me says, oh, good, I've got 20. Hopefully they don't get 21 or 20. And, and let me tell you why I think that. I think there aren't many times at the blackjack table where you in control. Very few times. Jalen, I play a lot of blackjack. Were you, you in control? Times, do you know how many times? The dealer shows a six, flips a five. It happens so. It happens. And you've got your little double downs out there and your splits. and You, you lose got, more. You're really thinking, oh, they're definitely going to bust. They're definitely going to bust. You know what I love? I, I love when I'm at the blackjack table and I'm, I, they have a six and I'm doing all my double downs and all my little splits and all my moves. I love it when they flip a, a 10 and then they just get another 10. It's like, that's how it's supposed to go. Thank you for behaving appropriately. And so, but I'll split them because here's the thing. Who did you say this to? I said it on count. I was talking about... I, this, this example literally just I don't know where this example came from but I was talking about I said the word double down and it reminded me of gambling I was mm -hmm. like the Lakers won their championship with LeBron but they sacrificed all of their young assets oh, yeah. and then they doubled double down, down to try to get yeah, yeah. Westbrook and then they crapped out and I was like for example when I'm at the blackjack table and I have two kings and I see a six I'm splitting them. Well, uh, Jalen also does this thing. It makes no mathematical sense in any way, shape, or form, right? But Jay will do this thing where he'll stay on like a 13 against a 10. You know what I mean? And he'll just be like, I'm not losing. I'm not losing. I'm still in it. Still in it. A lot of things can happen. If I, I take a hit here, I'm going over. I don't gamble by the analytics. No. I gamble by the eye test in the feel of the table right now. Yeah, yeah. You're like a Rex Ryan guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm a like, Bill Belichick yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know like, what I'm saying? Like, Shout out to Rex Ryan. But, like, I'm game plan specific. You know what I mean? To who I'm playing. Are we playing Buffalo? I'm running every time. Also, Jalen, like, <laughs> you're rich. You are wildly, wildly wealthy. But Smart still, gambler. but still... You're betting 25s and 50s just like me. No question. Just, just like you me. You got to build it up. 25s and 50s. And build it up. I don't think I've ever seen you bet $200 on a hand of black. Here's why. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you why. Gambling is a marathon. You can't come to the table with a big bank mentality. You're mm. going to lose it. Mm. Whatever you have, you're going to lose it if you have a big bank mentality. I come to the table with a broke mentality. Like, yo. Let me see how, how much do you get in going. chips when you go to like the MGM in Detroit for the Jalen Rose Leadership Academy golf outing? Ten thousand. What? Well, because I like to be able to finesse. You know what I mean? Like uh, I've never, I've never that. Yeah, that's a lot of money. I've well, never gotten more than four hundred dollars in chips in be, my life. Because the table might get hot. I ain't planning on losing it. You know what I'm saying? But I might have to. Oh, damn! He got a six showing. I got these two kings. Let me take all of this money. Like, that's what I'm thinking. You know what I'm saying? Good for you. And so, like, to me, splitting, and I got to teach everybody else something about gambling and blackjack. You know there are more 10 cards in the deck than anything else. Mm -hmm. You know that, right? Mm -hmm. 
So me splitting is just me just getting myself a second hand against a six. That's really what I'm doing. That's fair. That's all I'm doing. I would never do it, but you know. That's all I'm doing. Not wildly wealthy. You don't have to be wealthy. It's a strategy. I'm telling you, try it. Here's, here's my advice for people playing, playing blackjack. Play it by the book with a little bit of feel. And also, this is just the simple one. If you're winning, bet big. If you're losing, bet small. That's and, all. And Don't also, chase it. Can I tell you something else before we get out of here and appreciate the support? The people at the table aren't your friends. No. This idea that we all gambling together and we all kumbaya not going to be able to do this it. One dude was I'm here hammered. for me. This one dude was hammered at the table just doing dumb stuff. I went to the pit boss. I was like, how does this work? Like, do you kick him out? Like, do I have to sit here? Because he's like, he's... They're like, he's just gambling, making bad decisions. Like, you're allowed to make bad decisions and ruin the table for everybody else. I was like, okay. Hey, you want me to ruin it for everybody else? I'm the guy to go to the Palms Hotel back in the day, the MGM right now. I love gambling at the MGM right now. That's my spot. You want to check me? Detroit MGM, Vegas MGM. Let me tell you something. Great spot. I walk right over at the MGM, and I see you at the crap table. You know what I'm going to bet? Don't I'm going to bet don't pass. I'm going to be mad at you. Don't ever do that. I, I, I'm going to send a message. I'm going to fill up the bucket. I, I'm going to put my money on, on don't pass. You do that to me, I'm, I'm, I'm pouring pee bucket. Don't on. pass. I'm betting with the house. You're the worst. We'll be back I'm tomorrow. I'm betting with the house. Why is that, Jalen Anthony I'm Rose? betting on me, and I'm betting with the house. Because like Karis one once said, we're not done. We're not done. Are you going to split when you see a king? No. Are you going to split when you see a six? We are not done. Got to give the beat.